episode of the Black Sox Furnace with me, Robert. With me, Pete. Man, let Mo be out here. Okay. Were <laughs> <laughs> you expecting something else? I don't know. You know, I was thinking that maybe I do like a little bit of a new segment at the beginning of each podcast episode. Okay. But then I couldn't think of I couldn't think of any news to report this week. Oh, a new segment. I thought you said a new segment. No, a new segment. You know, just just let let the people know what's happening in the world. I don't know. Like new coronavirus restrictions. Nah, Brianna oh, Taylor. Are. Have you not heard uh, the Brianna Taylor situation? Oh, yes. They settled for twelve million, put in a new law, and let the guy go free. Something along those lines. Yeah, yeah. and now. And now they're getting the city ready, ready for riots. Yeah. As you do. As you As do. As you do. Yeah. Well. Let, let the man them go yeah. free and then spend more money bracing for riots as opposed to letting justice have its way. But yeah, well. What do you guys think is the worth of... What do you guys think is the worth of a life? So like the the family sets for for twelve million. I mean, it's not even about that, really. You can't. There's no. There's no amount of yeah. money you can place on a life. Yeah, 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 think, yeah, yeah, yes, 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 yes. I know there's no money, but if you had to ask for money for, for the life of a, of someone, how much would you ask for? The way that I'll tally it up would be, um, what job is this person currently doing, and if they were to in essence get like promotions and blah 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 and develop their skill sets and all of them things there hypothetically what job they were able to get into and then based on that salaries and them things there i'll extrapolate it for their the let's just say they live until retirement age which is 70 currently I'm like all right cool the age right now multiplied by however whatever like salary until then boom 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 and then obviously i'll add some extras onto that but that's roughly how i'd go about it I think oh, the problem uh, the problem with that is the problem with that is that's basing their worth just on how much they earn, whereas yes. they are probably worth something different to different people. The advice she's giving to her sister, her uncle, all of that. Thing, yeah, yeah. So this, this is more so on their on their net worth as opposed to their intrinsic human worth. And that's why I think you can't put a price on it. You can't put a price on because, like, I I can say like the guys in the furnace are priceless. But to your one job, us, one of us. But me, your me. job description, <laughs> but your job description has put a limit on how much they're willing to pay. You. Yeah, so but they put monetary value no, but, on the role that they've given. Yeah, you. but that person paying me, that person paying me, isn't the only person of of who, to whom I'm of worth. You go, I mean, no, no, and that twelve million will be going to that person. You. That twelve million will be going to the family, and I think that's why because they're trying to say. The the thing is though, so the way that I see the twelve million is more than enough for them to be able to live without having to work, if that makes sense. I think they someone calculated it and it was two hundred and something thousand a year is all that you sorry, what what was it? Is basically if you have a million you can live on two hundred and thousand a year for the rest of your life or something silly like that. With you know what Well with with with, with investments and stuff like that. Years. Okay. No, not just selling it with investments such that you will always have that income coming in. If you've okay. got a million something, someone's done the calculation. So twelve million is enough for them to be able to like live without. But that's them living without this person, and so it's you can't. I just don't think you can put a price on it. What yeah, you I do can't, you think can't is, put a price on someone. 
Yeah, what what I do think is the whole no warrant, um, no, no warrants, knock. no knock warrants. No knock. Thank you, no knock warrants things that they are putting in Brianna's law and thingy. Um, yeah, I think that is probably more significant because that's going to at least try and prevent this from happening again. And I think I think that's more significant. And I the thing with flawed, the thing with human law. Is that it's intrinsically flawed because it's created yeah. by flawed human beings. Yeah, and that's why I sort of see the loophole that's letting the guy get out, um, the 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 murderer get get away scot free, even though they are putting these new laws in place because the law can't cover it. Like yeah. within the law, he he was doing his job, which is so unfortunate and and it's so. Wait, but didn't he bust into the house and shoot someone who was asleep? So I think he, uh, if I, if no, I, the wrong house as well. If no I heard the story well. right, if I heard the story right, th- and this is the problem with the no knock warrants is you get a no knock warrant because you believe you're going into a house where you are, um, you know, you you are at risk of, you know, getting you you, you it's it's one you have to use the element of surprise. So they bust into this house. Unfortunately, it's the wrong one. Someone there starts shooting. I think it was her cousin or something. Someone started shooting. Her boyfriend was it? Her boyfriend, I think it was. Yeah, he started shooting. Get the strap. Which, which is, which is within reason. Someone bust into my house. I'm swinging. I, I don't have a gun here, but I'm, I'm doing whatever I can. I like the clarification. I ain't got a gun here, but I'm swinging. Just swing in case it. anyone, uh, anyone listens to this, <laughs> you know, and and they. Uh, but don't you have a sword, Peter? Thank you, Robert. Gosh. You're welcome. Welcome. <laughs> hey, Robert. 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 It's gonna get. It's cool. It's cool. Yes, Moses. <laughs> I'll finish. talk off air, innit? I don't want to incriminate myself. We'll talk off air. Um, <laughs> you know, so it's it's just one of those situations where it's clearly just the law not being able to cover because it's flawed, created by flawed human beings. And yeah. I think the more significant thing is they are going to put it into law that this stupid no knock warrants. And again, I even say no knock warrants, but still, you know, I guess it's it's for instances like this that you you see why. But it's yeah. It's just and it's, wrong all I over. I think there's a there's a line in one of Propaganda's songs that goes along the line of um, a lines of um, we're trusting in a broken system to break uh, to fix the brokenness in us. Yeah, yeah, that's, and that's, it's very much like it's yeah. you can't do that. It's only yeah. we, we can only look at something that isn't broken. Yeah. And so, like human philosophy, human laws, human like intellect, even the humanity is, yeah. is broken. And so we can't look to each other. We can't look to the systems to break the, uh, to like fix the brokenness in us. It doesn't negate that God may very well and does very well use broken people to bring about healing within others, Mm. but we can't look to them as the source of that healing. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I had to cut you off. You were going to say something earlier on. It's not important. Moses has a sword too. Hey, it's on your petty, you know. You don't know how big I am, snitching due to pettiness. Yes, I do. Did not see that coming. Yes, I do. And I want another one. I'm getting. How fun with that, Moses? I'm getting another couple. So I just need to convince my wife. 
You know what? I feel like it's fine. Nothing, for, like, for like for like for like for like Peter where he lives because he lives like in the sticks. But Moses, you live in like South London. I live on ends. Yeah, I live on ends. You know what I'm saying? Samurai no, that's, your that's why I need a samurai sword. Yeah, that's why I need it. I need it. Yeah, I need that katana. My wife's in the back of the You need what? You heard me. Now my son's getting involved as well. It's so funny. Games are to issue attacking. I guess hold with the sword. <laughs> It's all fun and games until you're moving. And then as you're taking out of the house, the sword just drops. The man are looking at you like, what? Sorry, <laughs> on! Oh, dude. Okay, cool. let's go to... Sorry, not sorry. I think I'm in hot seat this week. Oh, oh yes. All right, Pia, you can go first. My hands are currently tied in this DIY stuff. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, Rob. Okay, Peter. How you doing? I'm great. Was that the question? Because no, if it is, I answered it. That's not the question. Oh, so the question is along the lines of um, Christ when he went into the temple and saw people selling, mm-hmm. um, and, and legit got angry, was throwing things over. You know, we can only imagine he was slapping people and all of that. Um, is there an instance that you can see? Warranting that sort of reaction in any church today, and would you be willing to speak to it? So say that again, please. So, can you name any instance that would warrant that same reaction from Christ in any church today? Oh yes, yes, I know, I know a few, but yeah, well, you can I know, go for it. I know a few. I, I know, I, I can think of a few, but they're all like quite extreme, <laughs> extreme ones. Yeah, go ahead, yeah, speak to it. So, like, if you see like one pastor having his way with, with like. One like child in in the back office. I'm not talking hypotheticals, bro. I'm talking. I want, I want names. If you if you can bring up names. Hey, Peter wants receipts like that. Yeah, this is. I don't know anyone like Peter. that. That's crazy. I don't know anyone like that. <laughs> Do you think Creffel Dollar asking for however many contributions for a private jet would warrant a similar reaction? Um. No, just because of the scene that it was so it was like things being sold and that's why Jesus was, was a going around being sold. no 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 but no but no but it wasn't like he was having like a fair and like all the money from the fair that was that was being raised was going for the jet I feel like there's like a difference between like him asking for money mm. and then it, it, it being collected elsewhere and like having something Kind of like, okay, okay, I see what you're saying. I think I yeah, see, yeah, I see yeah, what you're yeah, saying. I'll still yeah. push back, but I see what you're saying. Mm. Push back, Moses, push back. Because in the, in, in the biblical narrative, um, Jesus went, like, they were selling stuff that was required for sacrifice. So it's a case in which it wasn't that they were... Um, just doing market. They were just doing market. But it's like these are things that were required for the sacrifice and stuff like that. And so, like, you could legit just come because there's parts in there's part of Levitical um, law and stuff that is like if you're traveling a long distance and you can't bring your animal, you can come with the money and buy it closer and then you can use it. And yep. so, they weren't necessarily um, doing anything that was quote unquote illegal, but obviously, the motives and the intention behind it was all askew. They'd made and a so, business out of yeah. what was supposed to be a religious like ritual, or if, if you know, for lack of a better term. And that's what I'm sort of saying 
some guys are doing these days. And so even in terms of Creflo, now the Bible has the Bible has stated like honor your leaders and give them a double portion and all of them things there. And yeah. it's like provide for your leaders and all of them things there. And it's yeah. almost like you, it can be understood as abusing the power that has been given to them, yeah. abusing the responsibility and the position that they, they have in place and recognizing that when people hold you in high esteem, they are more likely to, to yield to whatever you're requesting them to do. And Which unfortunately this, people put pastors on pedestals. Jesus' preferred mode of transport was a donkey. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Not uh, a chariot. Yeah, I'm not being that, but I think yeah, that. Yeah, no, no, I no, think, no, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I think that with. So, like, with you asking about Creflo, is mm. this like in, in the hypothetical that I was a member of his congregation or I was from like a different church seeing what he's doing and I've come to save today? No, not coming to save the day. I'm, I'm saying, do you see Call anything in, yeah, in Christendom today that would warrant that that sort of reaction from Christ if he was to turn up? You know. Um. So, so if, if this was around and he saw Creflo asking for the jet, I don't think he would. I think he would say repent. I don't think he'll be flipping things over. Fair point. Fair point. I think. Yeah, I mean that that um, was just that was just one example I was given. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I think I think you'd have words. I think you'd have words like, <laughs> like for like for the Pharisees, you, you then of foxes yeah, yeah. and all of that jazz. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah I just no, wasn't no. going around to, to like to, to, to like the temples, like ripping up the scrolls and thing. Just <laughs> having conversations with the people yeah. and trying to convert them that way. Mm. Cool. His words. Cool. Oh, Moses, give me a question. Yes, sir. All right. So your question is, let me go into my notes. How, how do you explain Lot's willingness to hand over his daughters, his virgin daughters who have been engaged to other men to be raped in order to spare some random men he just came, yeah. he just met in the sea? Now, because he knew they were the... the significance of those men no he didn't mm. are you sure okay so even okay let, let me place another example so this one and it, it wasn't it isn't an isolated incident because the levite who's um concubine um mm-hmm. run it like he let go of his concubine concubine went to uh, her dad and then he, after some time, he traveled back to his dad's house to get his concubine back. And then on his way, um, his, the concubine's dad didn't want to let them go. But after a couple of days, he forcefully left. And then on his way back to the city that was coming from, they ended up going to a, I think it was a Benjamite um, city, where oh, yeah, an that's old man they... took them in and they raped her to death. But the thing is, the, what... the men from the, the city wanted to rape him, but he pushed his wife out he's a pagan he pushed his wife out and they raped her from night until morning and then she came and laid her hands on the threshold of the house but then she died and the peakest thing is when he stepped out of the house all he said to her was get up let's go blood yeah so so these are two examples i'm like how do we like, how do we justify or how do we navigate biblical narratives where men have been willing 
and not even just willing, but they have actively pushed women to get raped, to get sexually abused in lieu of men being in the same position. I think that you would, you need to put in, into context the kind of people who were doing this. Like if it was like like a David or Abraham, they maybe could have the conversation. But this would these weren't like the the like tip top people of society, if that makes sense. This was a whole this was a whole country, a whole city. Yeah, a whole city not living like God's way. And like when you don't live and when you develop, no, when no, you no, don't no. live God's so way. My my question isn't so much on the city's part, but it's on the men's willingness to push the women out. To sacrifice yes, and say, sacrifice the woman for their old buttholes, essentially. Yeah, and I'm saying that there's nothing to defend because these weren't upstanding people in the first place. Oh, they weren't upstanding to push their wives yeah. out. They should they should have had yeah. the raping themselves. No, but then no, no, but then these would have been the same people that were sacrificing their children to like because of bail for an Pfizer thing. So, so was Lot sacrificing his children? But he was seen as righteous. No, but that's why no, he was Lot, dead. Yeah, but yeah, but Lot knew the importance of those of those two angels, and in his eyes, because of how holy they were, it was better for his daughters. To get raped than it was for them to do. That's mad. I, I hear what you're of, saying. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. The notion, the notion is mad. Because obviously crazy. now with just like um rightly so, women being recognized as human beings, um, rightly so, um navigating some of these texts can be difficult for people. It can be and I just have to be careful not to well, you have you have to keep in mind the like context of the times. Mm. That, that 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 the texts are in. Um, like if you try and um, view them based on your view of today, mm. everything's going to be that problematic. I hate context is important. Context, culture, is. context, culture, all, all all of those have to take it in, into consideration when you are viewing stuff like the Bible. Or, or like any piece of text, to be honest. I, I, I agree, but I'll push back a little bit in that whilst, yes, context and culture and, and all of those things contribute somewhat to understanding what was going on, they don't necessarily justify what was going on. I, I never said it justified. I'm just saying that you can't just be being angry at people for doing that when at, at the time that was excessive. That was the norm or that was... That, 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 that was the norm. Uh, just like how, sorry, go on, just go like on. how, like, just like how we have the death penalty in like America, but <coughs> the death penalty back back then was throwing people to death. Mm. One just seems more humane than the other, just because of, just because of where our consciousness technology. is. I don't think yeah. it's conscience. I don't think anyone cares. It's more just technology. We've got a got a cleaner way of doing it now. That's all it is. Um, I know. I, I, I feel like because we. Because it's quick, we think it's more civil, but but like death is death, like like, like killing someone is killing someone. But like, I mean, decapitation it, 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 like, was quick. Decapitation was quick. Yeah, it's it's. I think it's. Let's just, go back to that. Let's go back. To, yeah, but decapitation is messy. Uh, let's uh, go back like, to the. Do you know what? Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. The guillotine looks wavy. The guillotine <laughs> just 
it looks wavy. But obviously, it's Pete to kind of go for it, but it looks wavy. That's the first time I've heard anyone say this is wavy. No, so what was I going to say? I was going to push back on, um, like, with um, Lot's with Lot's um, with Lot's example because I think that's a lot more that's a lot more weird if, in in that he had received these guys and was willing to give up his daughters for them. Now I think the thing is, if he was right, or if if his approach to things was correct then the angels wouldn't have stepped in then it would have been fair enough if that makes sense but because so like the angels would have allowed for the, the daughters to go out if 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 lot's thinking if his mentality at the time was correct then they wouldn't have stepped in to stop it but instead because he he was willing to offer them they stepped in because it wasn't the right offer to make yeah. oh, no um but 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 the but the but angels were there to like ensure the safety of Lot and his family. So yeah. so 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 by them but so by them stepping in. No they were no. So I, I don't think I don't think the angels were there to ensure their safety. The angels were there to see if the petitions that had come up were true or not. And if they found anyone righteous in it, then obviously they Abraham had bargained and stuff. And so they were like, well, if I see anyone righteous. So the angels had come to destroy the place. That was their mm-hmm. name. However, the from from the wording it sounded as though they couldn't do it with Lot there. Mm-hmm. Like Lot had to be removed for them to destroy. And so they they had come. Was to it Lot or Lot or his, was, yeah, Lot, was Lot, Lot and his or family? family. Lot, 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 Lot and his family. Um because they were righteous, kind of. I don't know. But but yeah, they 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 were to be removed before the destruction could come. Now what what I'm saying is it wasn't necessarily a preservation of them. It was just we need to remove you because we need to destroy this place and you guys need to step. So if it was a matter of Lot being the way I see it, if Lot was correct in his thinking, then they would have just let him. You know, then they would have not stepped in. But I think they stepped in and blinded the people. Mm. No, but no, because part of what they, part part of their mission was to remove Lot and his and his daughter. So it, so it, yeah, but they were still yeah, so, they were still there when they it wasn't like in them blinding I them. Don't, they had removed them. They hadn't. They were still there. I don't think yeah. part of the mission that they set out to achieve was to remove Lot. Well, the way that they but when they murdered, met when they met him, that then became part of the mission to take them out because the they, they had they had showed themselves righteous. But then I don't think that was the, I don't think, well, actually, that could very well be the case, but I don't think that they had then showed themselves righteous. I think they were, because why, why then did they go to Lot in the first place? Okay. Okay. So I, I do think part of it was, you guys are there, you don't make the 10 or 20 that's thingy. Did they go straight to Lot or did Lot take them in? No, they went straight to Lot. I think okay. they went straight to Lot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can't remember now. My mind is just like, oh, okay. Did they go? But yeah, I'll take your word for it. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna check it as well, make sure I'm not lying. Um, but yeah, the, their wording was yeah, this I destruction done can't that. come with you guys. mentality. <laughs> you know. So, I just think that that wasn't what. Basically, what I'm saying is the entire the way people treat women in the Bible, despite the culture, despite the context, wasn't right and wasn't um, approved by God. 
Does that make sense? God. Yeah, but also everyone that was treating their wives badly though. Abraham didn't treat his wife badly. Apart from lying and saying that it was his sister. Apart from saying you you essentially turned your wife into a hoe. Twice. Also, but she didn't do anything. When the, was second the, 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 the second time Egypt slept with her. The first, yeah. the second one, she, he didn't sleep with her. Oh, was the second the first time, the second one, one because one the second them, king, yeah. yeah, second king didn't sleep with her. The first king, back, he mashed. Oh yeah, the, no, so the second, the second one was like, <laughs> you are going to die. <laughs> God came to him like you're going to die, like, but God, I ain't, I ain't done nothing with him. But also, the fact that so many different, so many women don't even get names. Oh. Um, don't even get named in the Bible. The fact that so many women, the king, uh, I, I want to say Agrippa, I'm not sure, sacrificed his daughter, his virgin daughter. Like, women in the Bible are not treated, not, I want to say they're treated badly, because again, that's where the context comes in. They're treated as if one else was treated. But I don't think God approves that. And I would even go straight back to the beginning of creation, where after creating the wonders of the universe, nothing was good until the woman had been created. That says to me, God values her differently. Okay, so, my mm. question to you then is, mm. if God didn't approve of the way women were treated, mm-hmm. why didn't he put more laws, put, why, why didn't he put more laws in so that women were better treated? Because the whole point of laws was never to correct human behavior. It was to reveal sin and then force us to go to the one that can make us whole. It's never been like all the laws are there to prove to us that we're doing something wrong, as opposed to to the make like sanctify us and make us holy. Yeah, the difference it's is meant like, to show us that law. we're not. Exactly. The difference is that what the law tries to do today is insufficient, and I think that's what the law never was meant to do. The law was meant no, to point like, us. And also, mm-hmm. in, in addition, what I'll say as well, that the way that I have like reconciled this mentally is almost like in God instituting the laws and stuff, we see him taking a community <clears throat> and progressively moving them towards what he would want them to be, mm-hmm. as opposed to just stepping in and just trying to make them immediately the way he, like immediately bringing heaven on earth, but mm-hmm. gradually, progressively bringing heaven on earth through like iterations of the law and blah 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 and clarifying different things and moving them closer so as soon as he comes in he like the first restructuring is how they interact with each other he builds a community and then from there so even in terms of punishments we see that the uh, egyptians used to stone people they didn't like and that was something that was retained even after exodus and so it's like god had almost utilized what they had um some of the cultures and stuff that they had, even as he was building something new. So for then Jesus to come and say, um, Jesus placed so much weight on women in his ministry, there was so much weight on women that like women were the first people to, to tell of his, of his resurrection. Women supported him, like women financially supported him during his ministry. And he, he often went to women and like received women and allowed women to sit at his feet which culturally was only right for a man to do to sit at the feet of a rabbi so jesus placed so much weight and emphasis on women um throughout his ministry and we, and we believe that jesus is god and so we progressively see god moving the community into what he wants it to be as opposed to just come and it's reminiscent of sanctification 
where God doesn't just turn us all into into holiness, but He uh, progressively moves us towards what He already proclaims over us. And that's how I kind of see that playing out of the law, in terms of He put an initial thing in to kind of hold them, and bit by bit He kept on moving them towards. And so, yeah, we see within the Old Testament narrative. Um, uh, prophets saying yes you're adhering to the law but you're missing compassion you're missing love you're missing these things and it's like yes you, you've 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 held on well to the, to the letter of the law but you're missing the heart of it and that's what god wants and that's how i've kind of understood it in the sense of god progressively moving the community to reflect more and more of of kingdom principles as opposed to changing it immediately as soon as it comes in mm. okay just just because of time, I will go on. But like what, but like what I meant when I said why we bite under laws, I was talking more to a kin of like when it when it says like children should honor their mother and thy father, those kind of laws where it says honor. So like the same way you've got those kind of laws, but why when they're more of like treat your wife or, or treat women in this kind of way. But maybe that can be in the discussion for another day. Oh, and one thing as well that I found that was very interesting. This could be added to that conversation is that women are allowed to divorce men. Within the Old they Testament, are. they were they were divorced men. Yeah, you go queens, independent woman. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> Celebrating the um, wrong thing. That's cool. Um, I'm I'm celebrating freedom of choice, PR. I, well so you can keep I, your patriarchy over there. <laughs> I would say now, I'm not entirely happy with your answer, but for time's sake, will I'll let it go. Okay. okay. Peter Robert doesn't know how to handle that. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. It, it's not. Cool. You, you don't have to agree much. No, I, I because I, I, and I have to admit, I get your argument and I get where you're coming from. Um, what? I think what I don't necessarily agree with is um, in terms of the answer and moving towards um, reflecting on like the treatment of women within the Old Testament and how we can communicate that or even make sense of that in light of um in light of the the reality of trying to trying to reflect the weight that the bible places on women um because i don't think those particular um examples reflect that accurately the weight that the bible places on women Hmm. and so it's trying Uh, to navigate that okay cool this sounds like this sounds like a um the girlfriend in the refrigerator thing. Well, well, we 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 can do that another day. Whoa, we'll another whoa, day. whoa, bro! I I don't I don't have context for that for that statement, so it just sounds wild right now. It, it it's a comic book thing um to, to to do with Green Lanterns and how women are portrayed in comic books, but we can discuss that another day. <laughs> oh, is that with uh, Kyle Rayner? Kyle Rayner, yeah. the best Green Lantern you don't know. But anyway, um, I even want us to have like a bit of a like. I like conversations today, but you guys just made it so heavy. Anyway. <laughs> so, I wanted today to talk about Kirk Franklin. Oh. Okay. okay. And I think, <laughs> it may sound a bit crazy, but I think he might be the biggest finesse in all of gospel music, if not music in general. Yeah, you're going to have to really back up your claims. Okay, okay, okay. So, 
was I was in the car on Sunday. Wait, full full oh, disclosure. Cool. Full disclosure. I'm not really a Kirk Franklin fan. Neither am I, but, to be honest. But oh, evidently, I think you're going to really have to back up. So let's go. <laughs> so I was I was I was coming to church, Peter's church on Sunday, cruising in the car. My church. It's uh because it's the church that like you're part of the eldership. It's, it's God's church. Eldership. Of... God's church. It's God's oh. church. Bro, let God. God has given you accolades. You know, you need to walk in them accolades. It's God's church. God has given you. Peter Rock, Peter. Peter Rock. Church. It wasn't Peter. It was what he said. It's God's church. <laughs> this false humility. Walk in your accolades. Bro. False humility. I'm not an accolade. I'm not an elder. I'm young. Anyway, sorry. Go on. Go on. Go. Cruising down the car. Kirk Franklin playing. Just playing. Playing. I think it was like Kirk Franklin's greatest hits. And then, I, and then I was listening to the thing, and then I realized there's not much Kirk Franklin singing on on, on, nah, on this album. He's, he's the hat man, <laughs> and that's why I think he's the biggest finesse. Because man's Fair. got all the Grammys, all Fair the awards. <laughs> it's not him singing. But I went to. Go, but he wrote it. I went, yeah. Okay. He, he he wrote he he wrote it. Yeah. But but when Neo wrote um. Irreplaceable, Beyonce got the award. She sang it. Yeah, but then. And, okay, yeah, no, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, this is to be take, taking shots, shots at Kirk Franklin. I just thought it, it, it was funny that he, <laughs> he's gone all, all the praise, all the accolades, but he's not doing any of the singing. Like, no, but so. You go to the, the album, you, you go to the album, he might have like a writing credit. And then, as a, as an instrumentalist, who have credits as the keyboard player and claps. <laughs> what is it? And claps. <laughs> That's what it says. Yeah, and I just like, thought it was so funny. And I feel like he just finessed the whole system. <laughs> I can't even. I can't even say anything because yeah, Kirk Franklin is one of the top gospel singers that never sings. Yeah, and I, I've been comes like. He comes like P. Diddy on the Bad Boy album, just just in the ad libs. Oh, but I, I think I think with with him, he writes a lot of them and he performs them, and you know it's it's mostly like the choir sort of sort of thing. So, you know. but I, I have to I have to admit, I perform. Yeah, I have yeah, to admit that he was more it. so the old stuff, because in his new stuff he's he's singing a lot more in his new oh, stuff. Okay, um, I genuinely didn't think he could sing. I, I say I say singing loosely. He's he's oh, okay. talking melodically. Um, so even with his, his song with Mali Music, he kind of does that um, more. Like he's got albums mm. now where he's he's being a bit more vocal. But definitely historically, most of his stuff was um, he was the hat man. But I I kind of see this not just from Kurt Franklin's perspective, but. Um, a bit wider, and I see it more so from people who lead um, choirs. So mm. the choir is called by the name of the person leading the choir, as mm. opposed Tony to McClurkin. you know, no one one's there. And it's Tony like, can sing. And at least he sings. Sing. He, he sings. Sing. Oh yeah, he sings. There, there's, there's there's another guy. I think his name is Trey McClurkin. Um, he can sing, but for the most time, whenever I'm hearing like the music, he's just playing the keys. Mm. And the, the, the choir is singing. Um, but it's almost seen as Trey McClurkin and the Zahar praise. It's just like, 
I'm just like, bro. If they're lucky, if they're lucky. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and and you see, like the choir's name is like subscripted. So the, the choir leader's name is in bold, it's the headliner, and then the choir is just subscripted. It's just like, oh, and the tag along. Because they will normally do the arrangements and, and you know the the choir no doubt of course contributes a voice, but I can see why. I can see why, you know, you go for He has just said I can say the voice as if it's not the, they're not the main part of why you're listening they to the song. They are the main part of the song, but they're but, only but singing the song the way they are because of the guy that arranged it. It's or the guy that like, wrote uh, it. Um, it's almost like um, even tech, because a lot of um, like a- Apple products are mm. credited to Steve Jobs. He may not have physically built every Apple product, no. but they're credited to him. Mm-hmm. vast majority of them are credited to him because he was the brains behind it. He, he was a visionary. He kind of brought it together. Mm. And so, and even Microsoft, like a lot of things, stuff is credited to Bill Gates. Out to Bill. But it's like, he, he, he was like the, he was the visionary mm. and things have progressed. Like Bill, uh, Microsoft has a new CEO. I do not know his name. I still say Bill Gates. So it's almost <laughs> like you're still living in Bill Gates' shadows even as the CEO of Microsoft. And, and, I, and it's, it's an unfortunate thing. Okay, so, well, well, I feel like that's, in the corporate world, secular world, that is what it is. But in the church, is should that be the way things are? I say it's the first time that Robert has made a he has, secular, sacred know. divide sort of argument. Oh. <laughs> this is interesting. <laughs> this is a new no, level you, of Robert, no, you know? No, 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 no. Okay, no, no, no. Let's not get confused. <laughs> because Asso Kirk did it. Last week, can, can, can I do this too? <laughs> can I if, get the Grammy? <laughs> if you write, if you write dope enough songs and you arrange them dope enough, then yeah. I but, think you can. What if I don't write the song, but I get the person who writes the song? What do and you mean? And they get everything else. So, like, if I find the writer mm-hmm. of the song... And I get the choir to sing the song that person wrote. So like I'm like kind of kind of like the producer of the whole thing. Then you can get producer credits. No, Are no, you no, on no, stage no, no, with no. them performing it? Yeah. I'm like everyone, clap your hands now. <laughs> clap your hands now. <laughs> Yo, leave me alone. Leave, leave him alone. Okay, but okay. Aside from that, do you think in the Christian world is 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 it's correct for him to be doing what he's doing. Is it justified? <laughs> I mean, he's getting away with it. Whether we believe he's so or not. And he, wrong. He's, not he's, he's getting the accolade. No, did you know what? I think, I think the thing that is striking me the most is, have you not seen the lineup for um, best gospel song of the year? No. There know. are five nominations. Kurt Franklin is one of them. And the other four... It's Kanye West. I'm not surprised. I don't pay attention to that at all. I don't. I don't Twitter's just like who? <laughs> what? So you're trying to tell me that you couldn't find anybody else within the gospel scene who's currently holding it down than Kanye? I don't. I don't pay attention to any of that. So here, here's my That's question. Wild. Here's my question to you, Rob. Do you get a stomp? Do you get a? however many different songs he's written, arranged, and performed, if you remove Kirk Franklin from the equation. 
No, exactly. So then so, I think he deserves the accolades. I think, I, I think do, he deserves Jesus it. is able to do anything in it, so I think you do. Okay, well. <laughs> if Jesus you, would have raised another soldier to, to come up and stomp. You, you, get, you get a different choir, you get a different whatever, and Kirk Franklin's written that song, it will still be a Kirk Franklin song. Therefore, I think that he deserves to the recognition that he's getting. He deserves thing, his roses. My my thing is, he should be, if, should he be winning best gospel artist awards? Why not? No, if he's, if no he's why not, not? Why? Why? Because because he. Well, again, like I said, first of all, first of all, let me say, I don't pay attention to any of those awards. I really don't. Feels like I'm, I'm arguing, but I don't care. <laughs> I actually really don't. Like, I'm not going to die on this hill. Um, but yeah, no, it's if 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 it, if he's not in that song, so you, I, I don't know how they choose their best artist, but I'm guessing it's who made the best song. And if I remove someone from that song, do I still get that song? If I remove the choir and I put a different choir in there, they're still gonna sing the same notes. They're still gonna make the same song, you know. Did the no 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 no. no, no. Oh, okay. You can't swap out Beyonce with someone else and still get a Beyonce. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Huh? Well, no. Uh, also, that's that's why. No, when you say Beyonce level song, because her vocals are different. Her she will sound different. Hey, whatever. fam, don't get it twisted. You know, like Paul Walker died, and they still finished the film with Paul Walker. So technology is at a place where I can tweak the voice. Well, yeah, I, I, I get I get what you're saying, Rob. And I think that's why Beyonce will get her accolades. But if it's just a choir with 10 Don't tenors. Don't say just the choir. I'm sorry. Don't say just, because it's not just the choir. Tenors, 10 soprano, 10 Don't alto, 10 bass. just a friend. Right. At the end of the day, you're just singing it. It might be different in quality or whatever, but you're singing the same chords. I take your guitar, I take Mick Jagger's guitar, whatever. At the end of the day, they're still going to make the same music. There might be some differences, but... It's because of the quality of... of, It's because of the quality of the choirs that Kirk has got to where he's gotten. Not necessarily. Looks are great. No, uh, no, 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 no. I don't don't think Kirk looks that great, but... Do you know what? I think, I think com- this conversation is definitely highlighting the differences between Robert being like very musically minded and knowing the nuances and stuff when it comes to music. And Peter's just like, yeah, it sounds good. And you know what? Mm-hmm. Not to say that Kirk's lyrics are amazing, but they're not super transcendent that no other person can write a song like he can. So why is he making, why is he making, why is he getting the awards and- because he finessed the system and he's working off the backs of all the hard people, all the hard work of the people. You're making man sound like a slave owner. He's working off the back of the knee of so the guy. Are you saying, are you saying the arrangement doesn't matter? Are you saying the writing doesn't matter? Or are you saying that the voices matter more than those things? I'm saying. I think what you're saying that is all of them. The way music them, works. All of them count. Mm-hmm. Yes, and 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 he's he's not the only person writing the song. He's not the only person doing the arrangements of the songs because that's just not how music works. He may come with like an idea. How do you know that? How do you know that? Because I'm a musician, Peter. I've been in bands. <laughs> and you know, it's not just one person that says, okay, I have this vision. No. You may, you may have like a starting idea, but then the bass player might be like, you know what, yeah, that, that, that bass line is good, but I think it'll be better if we did this. Right. So everyone gets contributing credits. 
but there's one person that brings the song. So I, I don't know much about Kirk Franklin. I do know a lot about Mali Music. And I know that Mali Music will control the keys, the guitar, the wording, the, the pitch, the tone, the backers. He handles everything. So I, I'm obviously thinking of along the lines of the same thing. And a Mali Music song is a Mali Music song. Like, you know it's a Mali Music song because he will write it. He will handle the the, the, the the instruments, all of the instruments. And yes, someone might have an idea. Of course, it's always going to be a collaborative process. Art is always going to be a collaborative process. But at the end of the day, there's one linchpin that makes it and puts a signature on it. And so he, you claim he's, he's uh, finessing the system, but you hear a Kirk Franklin song and you know it's a Kirk Franklin song. Regardless no, of... Me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now you're just being a hater. So today you've demonstrated oh, that no. you're a snitch and no, a hater. No, it's just because I don't be listening to Kurt Franklin like that. Like, like I, I think the first time I ever listened to a song of his was Ultra Light Beams on Kanye West's album. I don't even know. I don't even know that song. What I do know is the uh, best Kirk song on the album. Kurt Franklin was the only um, hip hoppy <laughs> gospel I had for a while. So <laughs> I used to listen to some of his stuff. But, yeah. So he found this um, niche. Whilst exploiting the the gifts and talents of those underneath him, I'm not mad. I'm looking to someone. do it too. I'm looking to do it too. I just want to know if if it's okay for me to do it. A good leader isn't necessarily one who is the best at everything. He's just the best at knowing how to use those that are better at things. So it's just that's, that's all it is. It's it's delegation of um of responsibility. Amen, Peter. Amen. <laughs> We can learn from you and from Kirk. <laughs> How much time do we have left, Peter? Uh, we've got like 15. Oh, great. Great. Um, well, but, um, just based off that, well, well, not based off that, like jumping off that, like after looking through all, all the different categories of music that Kirk has been winning, even though he's not been singing. Um, since we've got time, I'm going to talk a bit about, do you think it's like a good a God-ordained thing that gospel is is like a category in, in of itself where it's not the style of music that you're judged by but the content of the lyrics. Is that a good thing or do you think that's a world thing trying to separate secular from gospel? So, which I, I probably should ask because which... Um... Which award platforms offer a gospel song award? Like most of them, these days. And they don't necessarily offer like an Islamic song award or thing. No. Is it God ordained? If it gets this, if it gets word out there, you know, some of these songs have good content. So if it gets that out there, I don't see why it's a bad thing. Um, probably not fair. But then again, favor isn't fair, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I actually, I actually don't know because again, I, I don't pay attention to awards. So I don't really care. But yeah, I think it might be God ordained a little bit. Mm. But but <laughs> maybe I'm a pagan. But I think it's because no, that that's a, that's a given. You, you are a pagan. But carry on. If it was if, if it was in a separate category, so much of it wouldn't get seen. Because there are, Would you there say are, legitimately so, much... so? Yes. Mm. Okay. I think that 
um, for a lot of music. Mm. No, okay, okay, no, 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 no. Quite a bit of music. There is not enough about it that makes it stand out to the masses. Mm. So, like, so, so, so like, like when you think about big mainstream gospel songs, Mary Mary, Mary Shackles might be top of your list. After that, I don't know what comes else. What was? But we, we've also got to be mindful of the very, very um, prevalent fact that mainstream doesn't always mean best in any form of in any genre of music. Like the fact that it is known by a lot of people or it's in the mainstream actually seldom means it is the best out there. Maybe not the best, but it's the most attractive. I would say. I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd even say that. I think it's the best marketed. No, no. I think with some things like some things are really good, are, are really well marketed. Some things you just can't help but be drawn to. An example being what's that song? Despacito. I hate that song. But you know it. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah, I do. It's, it's a great song. But Baby that's Shark, the thing. Baby Shark. That, that was marketed. That was just a great I st- song. I still, I still don't even know if that's an actual song or if it's just a nursery rhyme. But yeah. Um, no, it's a song. I've seen it come up on some of the videos that and Zara watches. So I don't know. It's a great song. It's a great song. But yeah, um, yeah. But you would. Would you think, I would think if you've got the power of God in your songs, surely it would resonate with the masses and like have an effect that would make people drawn to it? Or is that me just being wishful thinking? Well, Jesus had the power of God in his sermons. Paul was preaching about the power of God and God and people still fell asleep. Oh, you know, Jesus was hated for his message. So I don't necessarily think that's accurate. That just because you're talking about something wholesome, that would mean that it would be more, more, more consumed. I, I, that's we we see that everywhere. The the most wholesome meals are not the ones that are most con, um, eaten. It's it's the KFCs. It's the McDonald's. KFCs wholesome. Thank you very much. We don't necessarily <laughs> gravitate to uh, the most wholesome or to the best. We just gravitate to, like I said, the, the easiest, the most convenient, the they're the the best marketed. I feel like my thing is take away content, take away lyrics, mm-hmm. instrumentation and stuff should be. If it was sick, it'll be getting more traction. If if if, if there was no gospel category, do you know? I think I'm a bad person to talk to to talk to about this because everyone everyone says Kanye's production is incredible, and I don't see it. So I don't think uh, I don't think I'm the best person to comment on this. Either I'm hearing something wrong, or the world is crazy. Moses, I think when in. it comes to Kanye's one, I think when it comes to Kanye's one, it's like I think the name holds more weight than the actual music production. Um, Interesting. So, so so it's almost like oh, it's Kanye, so it's cool. Like um, it's, it's them ones where it's like people like to wear Yeezys even though they look like trash bags. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying. But oh yeah, it's easy. So I put them on. 
Um, so it's more of a status thing than not. But it doesn't negate that Kanye has been doing this thing for a minute. Like this, like production is where he got his, where he started from. Um, yeah, I think with Kanye, kind of jumped into it. But I think he's built more of a name for himself. But that's that's a slight tangent. I think in terms of, but yeah, now Robert say your thing before I actually jump on. Yeah, I was gonna say I think with Kanye, it's a mixture of one like when he was doing like his production stuff back in the day, he was mm. just like so different from everyone else that he yeah. had such a such a, a, distinct, a, distinct, a distinct sound, and also like Kanye's. Um, his, his, his like method of making beats. <laughs> My son decided to step one of his toes. Yeah, and um, Kanye's production involves a lot of like cutting and mixing of lots of beats made from the past, which holds like a lot of nostalgia for a lot of people. Mm. And and so it's, it's almost happening to stuff that people have liked in the past, bringing it. And then just having sick lyrics as well, which has made Kanye what he was back then. That's why people think that he was, he is the GOAT today. Even though it's a bit crazy. Mm. I'll say as well, um, when it comes to, so I, I agree with the award ceremonies and stuff, um, even when it comes to like the gospel genre. I might not necessarily agree with how it's done, but I agree with the with the idea of a war ceremony from the position of like giving people their roses whilst they're still still alive like you've made dope music so i want to recognize that you've made dope music and i want to celebrate you um, do you know part of the problem though is what? if that recognition is your is your desired reward then after yep. the fact then you have received yeah, it yep then that's problematic and i don't i don't if, disagree with that i think if, Definitely if I decide though, like I'm making dope music so that I can bang this award. Yeah. If that's your approach, or if in you making dope music, you're like, all right, cool, I'm banging this, and then hopefully this thing will come as a result of it. What's the difference? Um, <laughs> the difference is Jesus. It's like. It, like do um don't let your right hand know what your left hand is doing like do everything straight on unto the lord and even jesus saying um many will come to me saying lord lord didn't we prophesy in your name and blah 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 but see i didn't know you and it's them ones where it's it's like yeah it's them ones where it's just um the intention behind it. if it's truly to glorify jesus even if you win that award or not you're good but yes, you you will still want your production value and stuff to be good, but whether you win it or not isn't isn't like the main thing. So it shouldn't burn you if you lose. It shouldn't burn you if you don't win it, no. It shouldn't burn you even if you weren't nominated. That's crazy. How can that be the best I don't get nominated? That's wild. Well, maybe that's just me. Let's see what happens when I make my choir. Are we going to get? <laughs> you know what's funny, yeah? I can just imagine your faces when you Bro. see me winning a, a Grammy for best gospel album. <laughs> I swear, if if I if you if you invite me, 
if you invite me and they're like, oh, the winner of the best cat in blah, blah, blah is Robert, I, I'm, I'm dashing something at you. I'm dashing but a milkshake hate, or something you're a hater. I'm dashing a milkshake at you. Like, as you're walking onto the stage, I'm like, no. I'm going to be like Kanye. I'm going to come onto the thing and you just be like, I don't know why this guy's winning the thing when this person's song was better and I'll just walk off. It's cool. It's cool. You know what? Jesus had haters. Let me have haters too. Amen? Uh, Judas had haters as well. <laughs> nah, just, you know, it's peak when you have to say your own amen. <laughs> nah. Because sometimes you are surrounded by people who are not holy to not enough to say amen with you. We should round up. Let's round up. <laughs> Shout out to Kirk Franklin. He's got a couple baggers still. <laughs> he does, you know. Such a hater. He does. Such a hater. He's a finesse artist. He's a finesse. But, but he's a good artist. He's, 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 he's good at what he does. But what he does is finesse. <laughs> Amen. Okay, Franklin. Yes. Yeah. Do your thing. Follow the calling that the Lord has placed upon you. Yes. Hookups. <laughs> hookups. 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 I'll go first. Um, yeah. I'll go first. I'm going first. My hookup is the song I showed to you guys. Holy Justin Bieber, Chance the Rapper. Uh, that was a great song. Great uh, video too. Uh, I probably. I ain't seen the video, but. Yeah. It was a good video. Yeah. Yeah, but Peter doesn't. It was already shown he hasn't got good taste in music. It wasn't all that. It wasn't all that. It wasn't all that. For Justin Bieber, it was great. It wasn't all that. Um, I'll go next. My hookup is a a lo-fi um art producer. I think they. I think his name is pronounced Nokia, N O K I K I A A. Okay. Which um, Google Home, for some bizarre reason, isn't able to to like recognize when I'm trying to say it. But yeah, like yo, my favorite guy is also even Coupler, but Nokia is actually starting to to level up, climb up the charts still. Fedies, Fedies. Um, mine is a, a hookup for earphones. If your phone still uses earphones, um, Jim- <laughs> the um, Mali earphones have a, a version called Little Bird, and it's just a small, you know, earbuds with a microphone in like, um, but they're going for like as little as six pounds on Amazon. So, oh, double. worth checking. Yeah, yeah. They sound they sound perfectly fine. Of course, it's not going to be like mind blowing, but they they're really steady, really good, good microphones, good sound, good um, bass, treble, all of that. And uh, yeah, six pounds. All about the bass, about the bass, no treble. So yeah, I was I can't remember. I was, I was watching something or reading something, and then a guy referred to his wife as being sturdy. <laughs> yeah, <that> was, <laughs> I can't remember where it was That's when dope. you said that. I was like, that is dope. Oh, <laughs> no. It was belief in fatherhood. It was him. Oh, right. He said no. his wife was sturdy. <laughs> Did you guys see the guy who referred to his wife as not being the prettiest, but she, at least she's loyal? Yes, I saw that. That's, that's so wild. Um, that's was that on one of these court things? No. no so he, like he, took, he had taken a picture 
And she's oh, yeah, on the social. Yeah, 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 like, was, she ain't yeah. the prettiest, but she's loyal. Yeah, yeah. So I've been watching a lot of um, paternity courts. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Peter, that raises questions. No, no, no. Why you know. Not? No, you know, um, making notes. <laughs> no, it's uh, so you know, like there's a lot of um, these couples court and and uh, judge uh, judge Judy judge Judy types, and um, mm-hmm. yeah, my my parents used to watch a lot of those. So every now and then, I get on my YouTube and it's just like I've been watching a lot of paternity court and some of the cases, man, some of the cases are ridiculous. But yeah, anyway, cool. I love the Maury ones. Uh, so that's I think that's the one as well the best uh, you are not the father responses hey. why a lot of people that go on there can dance you know <laughs> you are not the father and they're break dancing right. okay. and the one that was like run to the back <laughs> yeah yeah every all the girls you are not the father no 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 hey did you not see the episode where the girl had tested like five or six different guys yeah yeah and the guy wasn't the guy that she brought wasn't the dad and she was like i think i know who it is now i'm like what (laughs) What? hey that's what all girls that will bring people at once come on anyway on paternity court there was one where she thought the guy was the father of one of her twins not what? both. <laughs> One of her twins. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's go. No, no, but that can happen, though. Well, they were fraternal, so apparently it can happen. Yeah, there was a doctor yeah. there explaining that it can happen. It's just a bit yeah, ridiculous. Have... Yeah, if, if there's two eggs, yeah, two different sperm can go and fertilize it. Yeah. That's mad, but that's got to be like really close in terms of partners back. How apparently, you sleep with them. apparently it was in the afternoon and the evening. Hey, there you go. It's a freak on. Dun, 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 there you go. Dun, 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 dun. Making that quick work of them guys. <laughs> Break me up. Show me what you got. Cause I don't want no one minute, man. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? Yeah, I was I was deep in it like a little while ago, and I was like, half of these songs, I was banging them as a kid. And now I'm looking back and I'm like, yo, she's fully talking about sex, you know? Like, I don't want no one minute, man. I'm just like, rah! What did I think she was talking about as a kid? Can you never know. It's all the same thing. They're all talking about the same thing. But anyway. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Shout out to Ruth for the intro outro music. Calvin Turner for the Ordinary Amazing logo. You can find us on Twitter at the French UK, on Instagram, TBS Furnace. You can email us at tbsfurnacehotmail.com. You can find us at soundcloud.com forward slash Blackstone Furnace, no apostrophe. On all good podcast websites and apps, Blackstone Furnace with an apostrophe. And that's it. Here's our Blackstone Furnace signing out. Don't forget to smile. When we get to follow us on social. What's the yeah. point of smiling if you're wearing a mask? It was a Kirk Franklin song reference, Peter, but you wouldn't know because you're uncultured. Mud. 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 Hey, fam, someone's triggered. Someone's triggered. That came from a deep place. <laughs> All right. That's like his biggest song. No, Stomp is the biggest song. song. No. Yes. Stomp is the bigger than Smile. Stomp is the only one I know. 
Bro, oh, if I type smile, him, smile, smile. Okay, if okay, I type, him, don't just repeat mm-hmm, it and mm-hmm, think that smile, it makes sense. Look. I smile, smile, yes. smile. I thought you didn't know Kurt Franklin. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I know that song. Anyway, I'm in the necrophobic.